Are you a creative thinker or entrepreneur who develops new ideas in the fields of art, coding, literature, music, business, or design? Are you someone with the ability to collect and organize ideas or content and present it in a meaningful and engaging way? If that sounds like you, then you're what I call a curative. The curatives in this world are people with the natural ability to prescribe healthy doses of knowledge. They are the change makers guiding us in the digital renaissance and building the foundations of the creator economy. Traditionally, curative refers to something that has healing or therapeutic properties, often used in the context of medicine or natural remedies. I believe in the power of words and creative expression to heal humanity and raise our consciousness into an age of enlightenment. The curative is someone who ultimately wants to make the world a better place through what they do. The term curative is a blend of curator and creative. Technically, it's a, a portmanteau, which is a method of linguistics where you create new words that capture a complex and nuanced idea. Curatives are those naturally adept at being the creator and a curator, collecting and organizing inspiration and ideas, then infusing them into original creative ways to enlighten, synthesize, educate, and positively impact those around them. That might be their immediate network or to a broader audience. They're the people who aspire to a greater purpose, seeking transformative knowledge and executing through innovative practices. A curative prescribes knowledge in condensed forms of content that have the ability to heal our minds in a toxic world. As a side note, if you're watching this on YouTube or listening to my podcast, I've linked to the article uh, in the description. And at the end is a free Myers-Briggs personality test that I've used uh, and lists a range of personality types that really align with being a curative. It's actually fascinating to learn what our strengths are and how to best utilize them in making positive change. For example, I'm actually the following, an ENFJ protagonist. ENFJs are natural born leaders who are passionate about helping others achieve their potential. They excel in communicating complex ideas in relatable terms and inspiring others to action, making them effective at spreading impactful knowledge and fostering growth. It all makes sense now. Red pill, green pill, whatever color you like. The well-known idiom of a hard pill to swallow predates the common reference to the matrix and describes a fact, truth, or situation that is hard to accept or comes to term with. The curative is able to tackle the hard-to-swallow problems and boil down a synthesis of knowledge. The content they compact ranges from short-form tweets to long-form books, or even consulting solutions and education. Swallow it, smoke it, sip it, or stick it up your ass. The curative's pill is consolidated knowledge that can change the world for the better. I hear you say, I'm a writer, artist, or designer, and I gather inspiration for my research uh, already. But do you share this process with the world? Do you document your journey and communicate the greater purpose of your work? Do you tell people why you believe so strongly in what you do? 
Many artists have written their artist bio, but leave it at that. Turn it into a living document that you write about regularly. If you're a writer, start writing your own content about what matters to you. The activating ingredient is being able to communicate your ideas to an audience. A writer may be closer to achieving that, but many writers are also busy just doing the writing for others and not stepping back and finding a purpose for their own writing. Likewise, a designer might dabble with their own designs on the side, sell them on stock websites, etc. But few learn to communicate that overriding intent or purpose in their work. This is where the designer is often the artist as well. Most artists do it part-time while earning a living elsewhere, busy creating their own work when they can, but it's frustrating and they never find opportunities to get their work seen by more people. Am I saying this is just learning to write about your work? No, but it's the best place to start. You don't even have to be a great writer. It really is the thought that counts. You can record a simple video on your phone, talk to your camera or just film what you're working on and then voice over the top, especially if you don't like being on screen. The mindset of the curative is where it really starts. This is something which comes naturally to every creative thinker, artist, writer or designer, but remains unrealized and often underutilized. The common hesitation, particularly amongst artists, is I just don't have time for anything but creating but it's something that you already internalize. It only requires a few raw ingredients to execute. Number one, identify your motivation or the problem you're trying to solve. Number two, find the solution. And number three, communicate the purpose. No matter what you do, you need to address pain points for others. I'll use an artist as an example, but the same applies whether you're a writer, a business founder, or even a stay-at-home mom. Your work resonates with those who feel an emotional connection to it on some personal level. Sure, some people will get that impact knowing nothing about you or your intent, but surely you want your work to be appreciated. You want to have your work seen and more importantly felt by more than just some people. Getting your work out to a broader audience comes from finding those who can relate. Ask yourself this, what made me start my endeavors in the first place? What in your best moment excited you about it? Was it because picking up a paintbrush and painting had a meditative quality and you simply loved the process? I mean, that's great. The problem you're trying to solve is just the opposite of doing that. So then ask yourself this. If you don't create, how does it make you feel? Anxiety, depression, lack of focus, creative block? The solution usually starts with the simple steps of getting started. That's the hardest part for most people. If you're already doing it, you're a few steps ahead. And we love hearing from people who are just a few steps ahead because it feels relatable and achievable. So think of practical steps. Take a lesson from the popular YouTube format. If I was starting again, this is what I'd do. List out what you'd do because everyone loves actionable lists. Don't even think about your audience to start with. Forget about who's watching or reading, or the non-existent likes and views. That, that's literally me right now. My last few videos have not had a single like or comment on YouTube, and here I am talking to you. Well, talking to nobody, perhaps. 
You do it for yourself. And once you start, do not stop. I'll say it again for my own encouragement, if nothing else, do not stop. But hey, if you've watched this far, surprise me with a like, comment, and subscribe. Go on. Finally, keep hammering your purpose. This is the secret source I've seen from working with some really inspirational founders. Dogged repetition of not just their main goals, but their transcendent purpose. Your transcendent purpose is that unwavering belief that what you do, no matter how minor, has the potential for major impact. And now for the hardest pill to swallow. If you really can't find purpose in what you do, get the fuck out and find something else. You can live a life without purpose, but it's not a life well lived. Live the life of a curative. <laughs>